Radio Matt, host of 80s Night on LTN Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, just in case you missed last week's episode, here's what we talked about. The very first time I remember playing Pac-Man, it was actually on this very, very old handheld device that was kind of shaped like Pac-Man. It was like a yellow disc, roughly the size of a Frisbee, with a little, like, controls on the on the front where you held it, and a little screen that kind of popped up. It almost looked like a UFO, like a yellow UFO with a black screen window there. And uh, it played very much like... Um, Oh, those old computers, you know, that were green and black. This was like blue and black. And it was a black screen with a blue outline and blue little Pac-Man and blue little ghosts. And they were very tiny and they were very hard to move. And it was like one, you know, it's like Game & Watch. Remember Game & Watches? Like those, you push one button and it would jump the cell over, but you couldn't like fluidly move, you know, like we know in the arcade versions of Pac-Man, you can fluidly move. This was a very push button for every like spot you had to move. It was, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was a very, very old game that my grandparents had. Uh, I can't even tell you how old it was. Uh, I just know that it was at least, at least after the 80s, because that is when Pac-Man came out. Pac-Man came out in the arcade in May of 1980. And my goodness, what a showing that game had. Not only, not only is it considered to be one of the most influential video games of all time, but it established the maze chase game genre. It was the first video game that had power-ups. And uh, it was really, really uh, beyond its time by having essentially artificial intelligence baked into the game. Like it had these ghosts that would make their choices based on the player's actions. That's something that's unheard of at this time. And even now is still hard to be done. Well, Pac-Man is considered one of the first video games to have demonstrated the potential of characters in the medium. Uh, Its title character was the first original gaming mascot. It increased the appeal of video games with female audiences, and it was gaming's first broad licensing success. I mean... It even had cutscenes, guys. I don't. I don't know if you understand how big of a deal Pac-Man really is when it comes to shaping the future of video games. It had cutscenes. The first game with cutscenes, with power-ups, with AI. I mean, these are all major players in every video game that we play now. Doesn't that just blow your mind? Did you know that Ms. Pac-Man actually started out as a mod? Like, this is not an official Namco game at all when it first comes out. Now, this is supposed to be Pac-Man's wife, the original character from the original game. Uh, However, it was not created by the creators of Pac-Man. It was created by General Computer. It was a modification kit for the original Pac-Man, and it was titled Crazy Auto. I don't know where that comes from. I'll have to do some more digging. However, due to previous legal action with Atari, General Computer was forced to present the project to Midway. 
the North American distributor of Pac-Man at the time, Midway purchased the project and enlisted General Computer to use the game as a basis for the sequel to Pac-Man. Quite a few names were thrown about for this final rendition that would officially come out from Midway. Uh, Super Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man, but they settled on Ms. Pac-Man because it was easier to pronounce. And there are quite a few differences to this game as opposed to the original Pac-Man. First of all, the game has four mazes that appear in different color schemes and alternate after each of the game's intermissions are seen. Three of the four mazes have two sets of warp tunnels as opposed to only one in the original maze. The walls have a solid color rather than just an outline, which makes it easier for new players to see where the paths around the mazes are. The ghost behavioral patterns are a bit different, including semi-random movement, which prevents the use of patterns to clear each round. Blinky and Pinky move randomly in the first several sections of each level, and Inky and Sue still use the same movement patterns from the previous game to their respective corners, so it makes it a little more tricky. Instead of appearing in the center of the maze, the fruits bounce randomly around the maze, entering and leaving through the warp tunnels, if not eaten. Once all the fruit has been encountered, they appear in random sequence for the rest of the game, uh, starting with the eighth round. A 5,000-point banana can be followed by a 100-point pair of cherries. The orange ghost is called Sue rather than Clyde. Her color was later changed to purple in Pac-Land to differentiate her. And when Mrs. Pac-Man makes contact with ghosts and dies, she spins around. Um, or as the back of the flyer says, she dramatically swoons and falls rather than folding in on herself like the original Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man has gotten quite a lot of accolades with a lot of people actually preferring this version to the original. In 2009, Game Informer magazine ranked Ms. Pac-Man number 10 on their list of the 200 best video games of all time. And then in 2016, Time magazine would rank the top 50 video games of all time and place Ms. Pac-Man at number 5. Pac-Man has been around for quite some time now. It's been a popular thing since the 80s, and it has been in this kind of cyclical resurgence. Every you know, few years, handful of years, it becomes popular again. And we get a new video game, we, we find it uh, in a new movie. I mean, you know, Pixels came out, and Pixels was not a fantastic movie. I'm sorry if you loved it. Adam Sandler is a very hit or miss kind of guy. But Pixels did have a few redeeming qualities. And one of that was the Pac-Man sequence, where Pac-Man, like, becomes the bad guy. It, it's a very fun moment where he's actually face-to-face -face with one of his creators. It's, it's, it's a real nerd culture kind of scene, and uh, pretty much the only thing I liked about that movie. But people have had Pac-Man fever since the game came out in the 80s. And speaking of Pac-Man fever... Uh, Buckner and Garcia were two Atlanta-area songwriters in 1981, at the time recording TV jingles and other low-profile studio work. They were eating at a restaurant down the road and saw other diners swarming around a brand-new Pac-Man machine. The duo had never heard of the game before, and they waited their turn and played it themselves, and ended up playing for two whole hours. And after that, they decided to write a novelty song about the game. Their manager, Shop the song at radio stations nationwide 
and no one wanted to play it. However, when they shopped it locally, Atlanta's WSTRFM decided to play it for fun on their morning show. The station was bombarded with calls from listeners who begged to hear it again and again, and this got the attention of CBS Records, as well as other stations across the country, and the single hit number nine on the U.S. Billboard charts in 1982. Pac-Man Fever went on to receive a gold certification for more than 1 million records sold by 1982, and by 2008, it had sold 2.5 million copies. In 1982 as well, Weird Al Yankovic recorded a parody of Taxman by the Beatles as Pac-Man. It went unreleased, however, until 2017 as a part of Squeezebox, the complete works of Weird Al Yankovic. And on July 20th, 2020, Gorillaz and Schoolboy Q released a track entitled Pac-Man as a part of Gorillaz's Song Machine series to commemorate the game's 40th anniversary, with a music video depicting the band's frontman, 2D, playing a Gorillaz-themed Pac-Man arcade game. And frankly, going over 40 years strong, there's just no way to deny the fact that Pac-Man is here to stay. Now that you're all caught up on what we talked about last week, make sure you join me next week for the next 80s night, this coming Thursday, 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Two chances to listen only on LTN Radio. LTN Radio.